Um, I think last year alone we did uh, we did Walmart, we did mm-hmm. Amazon, we did mm-hmm. Sony Music. Um, we partnered with Yelp Atlanta. Uh, we did uh, Jada in Jada Waiter in January. So you know, I show up to work like any other situation. Mm-hmm. We kill it. Mm-hmm. Jada's energy was amazing. Uh, we're gonna put this video in Times Square, and we're gonna have a magazine release in New York at the Lobos That's hard. headquarters. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> at the Lobos headquarters in New York. So I'm like, what? Shit, that's hard. Bro. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Building a legacy. So watch how you study me. No, it's in here. There ain't no comparisons. Stacking up guarantees. Moving so militant. Consistent and disciplined. Getting that paper and stacking it up. No time for no chilling, man. Building a legacy. So watch how you study me. You know what's in here, there ain't no comparison, stacking up guarantee. Moving so militant, consistent and disciplined. Getting that paper and stacking it up, no time for no chilling, man. Yo, what's going on? It's Sir Gates back for another episode of the Inherited Podcast, man. I hope y'all doing great today. But today, I got a special guest in the building. You know, uh, I made a promise, man. So the first episode y'all gonna see is with my bro, man. So I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Mr. A.C. Hampton, what's good with you, bro? What's going on, man? Definitely man. Uh, happy to be here. Yes, and sir. It's been a long time coming, for sure. Yeah, man. You've been yeah, talking yeah. about this for a while, dog. <laughs> yeah. Finally got you in the building. But right. nonetheless, like I say, we here, we here. So before we get started, we'd like to do um, real quick some pod deck right here. Just an icebreaker. So I don't know what card I'm going to pull and what it's going to say. I, don't, I promise I don't know what it's going to say when I pull it out. So there's going to be a question on here just to get it started. So let's see what this is. Um. What's the favorite thing? What's the most favorite thing you've bought this year? Uh, the most favorite thing that I've bought this year. What have I bought this year? <laughs> I'm trying to think of something cool and not like just like a piece of equipment, but it might just it, be yeah, a piece might, of might be that's what mine's gonna, gonna be. It's gonna be a camera. Yeah. Um I bought a, a Sony FX30. So mm. that was probably the most expensive thing um this year because I, I haven't really been needing anything and I've been yeah. slowing down on like the purchases because I just yeah. been going crazy a little bit, but I bought the um the FX thirty right before I went to Thailand and I used it out in Thailand, um just testing it out on the and people. That, uh, that video was dope, dog. Appreciate I seen it. Yeah, <laughs> all that stuff you be doing be hard, man. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it, everything look good. <laughs> yeah. But mine, um, let's see. Well, it'd be lenses, lenses for cameras. Same yeah. thing here. I've been buying nothing but tech uh, this whole year to prepare for this spot here. So mine would be a lens as well, a good focal length lens. So that would be my favorite thing I bought this year. So now the ice being broken. So what we want to do today, um, again, when they hear the podcast, I just like to get um, people's origin story. Mm-hmm. Like, how did they come up and how did they get to where they're at now mm-hmm. uh, in life through their um, trials, tribulations, success, and whatnot. So pretty much, um, if you can, just, so just take us back to how I first started, like childhood, growing up, school, family-wise. So what was life like for AC growing up before he st- even picked up a camera? Uh, okay, cool. We'll take it back. Um, so originally I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people think I'm from Atlanta, but I'm I not thought from she there. was from Atlanta. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm not really from Atlanta. I didn't move to Atlanta until the summer after I graduated high school, and that was uh-huh. 2007. I'm not gonna say my age, but if y'all just do the math, we can do it like it's that. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, cool. So growing up, um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale is, is different. Um, it's a lot. It's just different from Atlanta. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And growing up, I didn't have the chance to see a lot of like black people winning you know what i'm Mm. saying like getting money like how you see on an average day in atlanta just luxury just Mm -hmm. your average black person that's a regular that's a regular out here so that's not necessarily a regular out there it's a 
it's a big melting pot in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Haitians, Cubans, Jamaicans, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's down there. A lot of people ain't even supposed to be down there. So we all mm. really just down there hustling, trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. So um, I grew up, it was just uh, my mom, my dad passed away at a young age. Sorry to hear that, man. And uh, just me and my my older brother and my older sister. So that was basically my upbringing, man. Um, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, school. Uh, hanging out a little bit, but as far as like my youth, like I was really like I don't want to say shy, but more so like in the shell. Like mm-hmm. I was you know, just, like an introvert, introvert yeah, kind of. More so like what an they introvert. say, an introverted extrovert when you need to be. Yeah, when I need to be. <laughs> so um, it was kind of more so like smooth sailing up until um, I got to college and I realized, you know, it's a lot that comes with that independence, mm-hmm. and it's like you realize and you learn a lot about yourself when you away from home mm-hmm. and. You doing all this stuff. So by the time I got to Albany, yeah, so Albany um, State, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the time I got to Albany, um, I don't want to say I was even like skilled within the camera. Like me and my boy Tony back in Fort Lauderdale, and he's probably the person who actually put a camera in my hands. Wow. Um, we used to go down to the beach and like take pictures of our cars. Like we had like souped up Hondas and stuff. Mm. We was like like on the fast. That was the thing back then. You had your first car. We got that thing and some twelves in the back and so yeah. We would get the pictures popping, put them on MySpace. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We had the DSLR, so ain't nobody really have like the quality of yeah. pictures like that. So when we dropped them, they was hard. You oh, know what I'm saying? Back, you saying MySpace and having DSLR back then, I bet them pictures were hard. Though. Yeah, they back was hard. then, it was just what you had a flip phone or your sidekick or something. Them pictures were down there, five megapixels exactly. coming out. <laughs> so we was coming different. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I think we had uh, like a little. I think it was a Nikon D60, and it was huge. It had battery grip, it had everything on it. So when we took it out, it just looked hella official. So by the time I got to Albany, um, mm. just working myself in the mix, I feel like by the time I got there, I ain't really know what I wanted yeah. to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I was kind of just navigating through with everybody else. It wasn't like it was something like I had to go to college. Mm. Um, I was actually the first person like traditionally in my family to graduate. That's college. hard, dog. Yeah. Man, that's hard. <laughs> it's, a lot of folks um actually had it in their family. For me, like I'm I was the what third to go, luckily, but again, I ended up dropping out. But now mm-hmm. uh caught up to date. I've actually finished it. So but being the first person in your family to go to college, how does your parents uh take that as far as like not worship wise, but saying were they ecstatic for you in that situation or was it just like another thing, okay, good job, AC. How was your parents support in that area? Um, I think it was a support. Uh, me and my mom have a very unique relationship. We're more so like, that's my partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're able to be like real, real. So she expressed to me how important it was mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, knock that out. But at the same time, she had went back to school. Mm-hmm. So we kind of graduated around the same time. But that's on the traditional aspect, I was the only one to finish. I think other people went. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, was that on um, when you select that foundation? Was that how y'all was in y'all family to where it's either? You go to go through grade school, you graduate high school, you go into college, and that's the that's the ground rules. Or did they give you the options of where, you know, if you don't want to go to college, you can do X, Y, and Z, or was it strictly like this is how we how we did it, whomever else did it, or you had the freedom to pretty much choose in that um area? I think I more so had the freedom to choose, but it it, it stemmed from a traditional foundation. Mm-hmm. So it was like you go to school, you find a good job, you yeah. live your life. You know what I'm saying? So me <laughs> Stepping out the box when I did, it was like, <laughs> it was static, bro. It wasn't like Word. easy well, with your family or you just saying just with you, just stepping into that new part of your life? Both. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So I, I won't jump. So taking it back a little bit. So by the time I got to Albany um, and I decided to, to play more with the camera, like alone. Mm-hmm. So now I'm by myself and I'm kind of doing it. I kind of use um, 
the campus as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. So any event or setting up uh, in the union or whatever mm-hmm. I was doing, it was kind of just like practice yeah. until somebody was like, hey, how much can I pay you to do that? So when somebody said like, pay me, I'm like, oh man, let me right. start. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> let me start taking this a little bit more seriously. So by the time I actually do want to charge, I'm prepared and I don't want to mm-hmm. look like an amateur. I never wanted to look like an amateur. It's either... We having fun with it or yeah. we doing it for real. Fast. So right. I had fun with it up until it was time to do it for real. And by the time, maybe like junior, senior year, I I was I was enjoying um, and having a little bit more motion with a camera in my hand mm-hmm. than just anything else. Like I didn't mm-hmm. want to be involved in all the other stuff because I'm like, all right, cool. I noticed that I got a gift. I got a lane mm-hmm. and I got hella support. You know, even to you this sure day. You sure did, dog. I'm even telling to you. this day. What, so what year did you pick up? You say you like really got uh, started with it? That was probably like 2009, 2010 in Albany. Okay, because I met you in 2010 because nonetheless, you was the first person who get, get my first photo shoot, dog. You oh, did. yeah. You, you was the first <laughs> person ever that. to give me, it was me, Kyle and Ivy. Yeah. We had the baseball bat. You had, we wasn't picking up something about your crib. It was an oh, I forgot where you stayed. Whatever apartment, I think Westwood, was, somewhere over there. Yeah, dog. Yeah. We have pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> I still got those photos on uh, Facebook too, <laughs> that's dog. Crazy. But you was the first person to do our first photo shoot, dog. And that's why I was like, man, because how I feel like, especially when I invite guests to the podcast, it's just yeah, we'll be random people, but people like you who played a, a major role into me actually being in front of a camera. Mm. I gotta bring y'all back, man, because y'all, that's nonetheless, love. y'all are part of the journey. Like without that photo shoot. Who knows what I would have done right, as far right. as saying, let me not do that. Because we was always doing music, but the photos and stuff, we really wanted, it, or we just knew make music, but the branding and stuff like that, yeah. we were like, man, what are we going to do? I don't know how we got in contact with you, but I, don't know. I just know that day we ended up at your apartment, dog, and it was on and popping, bro. Yeah, so yeah, salute was. you for that, man. Hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, dog, salute you for that. So when you, um, what was your first big gig? Whether it was from Albany State or after that, uh, well, not too much after because I know pro- after Albany State, man, you you went crazy, dog. Mm-hmm. So, what was your first big thing where you was like, "Well, damn, I can really do this, and I'm gonna take this like serious, serious, and just take out with uh, with photography and videography." I think my first uh big, it wasn't necessarily a gig; it was mm-hmm. more so an opportunity. Um, so for me, when I when I really like locked in on this, I knew mm-hmm. like. You know, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you remember Robin. Uh, she was a really good friend yeah. of mine. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah, Robin. Yeah. Shout, shout, shout out to Robin. Robin. <laughs> shout out to Robin. So uh, it had to be either my first or second year at Albany. And she was like, oh, yo, is somebody coming to speak at Simmons? He's a photographer. You should go check it out. And I'm like, man, I ain't on that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, bro, just come or whatever. So I end up going and listen to the guy speak, it ended up being Alan Cooley. Um, mm-hmm. He's a ASU alumni as well, and he's a okay. prominent photographer in Atlanta. He's dope, 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 dope. So I was listening to him speak, and I'm like, yo, like, this is what I want to do. This, this is mm-hmm. who I want to be. Like, I love the way he talk. I love the way he's passionate about what he do. So I approached him um, after the end of the segment. I'm like, yo, I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. Hella confidence. Way too confident. <laughs> way too confident. <laughs> you think it's too, you start thinking you have too much confidence? Uh, let in too strong. So I'm like, yo, I'm your guy. I'm like, listen, bro, like anything you need, like I'm, you know, I'll, I'll leave Albany in a heartbeat. It's nothing. So yeah. he was like, yo, just holler at me when you graduate. I'm like, bro, I got like two two years left, maybe Oof. three. If, if I'm going down the path idea. that I'm going, right? So ultimately, I did graduate. 
Um, so I think I graduated December 14th. I sent him an email December mm-hmm. 15th. Oh, you was on it, dog. Bro, what? You and throughout that it. time span, I was sending emails. I was sending work. I'm like, yo, this is what I got going on. Like, this is who I am. That's like, what you... I mean, a lot of people want to do that, though. Being persistent and actually chasing what you want to do and following up. They probably would have heard that. Oh, hit me when you graduate. I'm like, man, nah, he, he ain't going to reply or... Two, three years down the line, I ain't about to see him do this shit, this and that. But the fact that you stayed on course and was pursuing that, a lot of people don't have that driving them, dog. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was drive. It was just something that I wanted. I'm like, okay, this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, sent the email December 15th, January 1st, I was in the studio. I was interning. Ah, look at God. <laughs> I was, bro, I was interning. And at this time, Alan was on fire, bro. He was shooting a lot of commercial stuff. I think this, like, when the game was popping, the show, mm-hmm. the game. I used to love that show, dog. Bro, he shot, like, all the ad work for that and just, like, different celebrities or something. So by the time um, we linked up and I was able to assist and I got in the studio, like, he was, I don't want to say in his prime, but he was mm-hmm. killing it, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming from college, like I'm yeah. shooting my partners, I'm shooting parties, I'm shooting, <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing a Work little something, but it ain't, with the confidence that I had seeing like the real industry, I'm yeah. like, I have a lot to learn. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of work to do. So not to cut you off, but in, when you start working with him, was that your first time like really being exposed to that and on that level? It was definitely the first time, excuse me, I was exposed to anything uh, entertainment wise, especially when it comes to just working here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I just took that as as a stepping stone, and mm. I just I just bro took off. I was a sponge, like anything, anything you, you want me to do. Though, I swear, anything. I don't care if you want me to clean this table in the corner. I'm gonna soak up knowledge from the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not in here to take over. I'm just in here to learn. That's why you where you at today, though. I'm telling you, bro. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you, everybody may be an alpha, alpha male, alpha woman, whatever it may be. But mm. at some point in your life, you got to be able to step back in. What I used to say, you got to be able to be a good follower to become yeah. a good leader. Yeah. And the fact that you was able to just, okay, let me just humble myself down. I'm an intern. Whatever y'all got for me, I'm going to do it. But at least you were still, you weren't sitting here wimping and crying about why I'm wiping the table and why yeah, I'm doing yeah. this and that. You still, okay, this is just a part of the journey. But while I'm still here, it's free game all around me. Yeah. So let me be smart enough to sit here and open up my ears and let me pick up this game or shoot. Whomever Facts. I guarantee you, ask to sit here and asking folks questions and stuff. So... But it just so it just sucks that a lot of people don't want to do that because they feel like either I'm not this is making me feel beneath what I'm worth or this and that. But you really gotta work for what you want. Like when I got into making t-shirts, I was just doing vinyl and uh doing vinyl at first. But mm-hmm. at one point I was like, man, I know I'm gonna reach my cap doing this. I seen I was timing myself, it takes this amount of time to weed, this amount of time to press, and this and that. So I'm like, man, if I want to grow this. I got to learn some more. So I hit up a local screen printer. I'm like, look, dude, yeah. I hit up three people. No, nah, you can't come in. No, nah, you can't come in. The last dude, I was like, look, man, I just want to come in, learn this trade. And I promise you, I don't want to dime. I will work for free. Mm. He was like, all right, come on, pull on up. So the first day I was there, I'm just watching. I ain't saying the word. He, yeah. he, I mean, he talking, but I'm like, I'm trying to pick him on this stuff fast and get yeah. it in. But by that next week, he was like, dude, you want a job? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't want no money because then again, it was still to the point where if I know he was paying me, now I'm kind of obligated yeah. to come. But yeah. first, before that, I was saying I'd be there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from nine to two just just to learn. But yeah. just when you got work ethic, people notice that dog, yeah, and they I notice agree. when you're trying to learn. Because with him, he was real. If you're not trying to listen to me and learn, I don't need you here because I, he can do it himself. But if he needs some help, you really got to replicate who you're working for. Yeah. But just to say outside of that, just having good work ethic. 
it'll open up so many doors for you out here in life and not just feeling like you less than because you're doing less than work than what you really want to do. Right. But having that mindset is what everybody should adapt to. But just going back to what you were saying, doing your photographer, photography and videography journey, right? I'm pretty sure that there has been some times where you was like, man, forget this camera. I want to put it down or, or they may not though, but if they were times <laughs> like that where you wanted to quit or give up, talk about those some, uh, uh, incident of those times and how you overcame that mentally to where you was just like, you know what? I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. So what, what are some of those moments that happened for you in your journey? Um, I think it's, it's definitely been multiple times on mm -hmm. different levels. I think once you enter a new level, you kind of just start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. So you got to just work your way up to where you, uh, where you know you want to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why I, just speaking about approaching things with confidence, it definitely played a key into where I am. Because mm -hmm. it, it was a lot of times I wanted to quit. Like even saying coming from a traditional aspect, um, most of our families that it is go to school, Get a good job, That's how get you some money, <laughs> and take care of your family. Just live yeah. your life a little bit. You survival, survival. Yeah. So I was the first person to really kind of break out of that. So starting the entrepreneur journey, it was hard. It was mm -hmm. hard to be like, "Hey, this is what I want to do with this camera," and it's just accepted. It wasn't just accepted. My mm -hmm. mom like, "What nigga? Get a job, <laughs> right? I finish you school. On that. Like, what are you talking about? That was the route. You gonna boy. give all this shit up to be a, a pitching man?" <laughs> <laughs> not the picture you gonna be the picture man so it wasn't you know what I'm saying that was definitely a level yeah. it wasn't until you know I started to get a little emotion yeah. I think when you when you do things that your family don't expect or you mm -hmm. touch people that are kind of unreachable to the average person then it's like okay open them eyes up yeah like, yeah my, right. my son's a photographer right yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I had to work with certain people and so and funny. that's why I try to encourage people to not be so hard on their family because they're like oh I don't get the the acknowledgement I don't get the respect and the support but it's like sometimes you really just gotta show them it's a part to. of the game some that's shit family and friends it's just about. a part of the game mm -hmm. man so it's like when when you finally win them over just just keep moving forward just mm -hmm. keep teaching so it's like. Before I couldn't fathom my mom accepting it. Now it's like she knows it's a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Like where my camera is taking me is like mm -hmm. she knows what it That's is. You know what I'm saying? So now um now she's on her entrepreneurship journey. Like she does like the the t-shirt presses and stuff mm -hmm. like that. My sister, she does her thing. So it was like when you take risks, you kind of open up the doors you do that. for a lot of people. So that was definitely a moment. And another moment was just on a whole nother level. Like I feel like Maybe maybe this time, like last year, I was killing it, bro. Mm -hmm. I was making good bread. I was getting good opportunities, but I was burnt out. Because mm. it's just like when you when when you're working in this field, you never know when your money's coming. So when yeah. it's coming, you like, I need all that. Yeah. I need Understood, all that. You bro. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they calling me like, how much you got? Bet. I'll be there. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm scraping it up because it. I went so long without that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Without that opportunity, that, you know, financial gain. It's like, when it's coming in, bro, I need all of that. Mm -hmm. And then I just hit a wall, like, bro, what am I? I just feel like all I do is work. And mm -hmm. then the money that I do get, I don't spend it. And then if I do spend it, it's, it's on bullshit because I'm just, like, trying to, That's like, crazy. ease the pain of, like, work. So it's like, I'm off work, so let's go out to eat. Let's go get some drinks. Let's go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't necessarily, um, not that I was just completely, like, irresponsible. I made mm -hmm. some investments, but the time that I did have, I was just fucking the money up. So did that... Was that time where you saying like when you was burnt out? Were you like also stressed and going yeah, through bro, things mentally and stuff at that time? Mental anxiety, stress. Mm. You know, I always want to show up as my best self. I mm -hmm. always want to deliver the best quality of work. 
So I was just stretching myself thin in between all my clients. It was coming back to back. Mm -hmm. And it was at a moment, I'm like, bro, what am I doing? Like, how can I... How can I hire somebody to do this? Yeah, and I just kind of step back and I'll just outsource. I'll contract somebody because now I'm not happy about it. Now I'm mm -hmm. not excited. Now I feel like I'm about was to Was that easy for you to do? I know what outsource like with me. I I'm an outsource person, mm -hmm. but just because of how I operate, and I had to learn this myself. I have so high expectations for myself. When I get somebody else to do something, it's like, man, I don't know if I can trust them to do it or they're gonna do it like me. But I learned is where. If you outsource something, right, and if they at least, as long as the job is done mm -hmm. and it's done right, it'll never be 100% as if you were doing it. But if they do it and do it right to at least 70 or 80%, you just got to live with that. So, <laughs> but with bro, you, was that easy for you to do as far bro, as like it, get over that hurdle to outsource your work? It's still not easy to this day. Um, definitely wasn't easy back then. I feel like I have, um, I definitely got a team and a set uh, amount of people that I contract, but mm -hmm. if they're not available, if the people that I want aren't available, I just don't mess with it. Because yeah. I, it's been situations where I outsource and it went well. It's been situations where I outsource and it was a Man, shit show. And the shit show falls back on me, you know? So yeah, it's like, I get chewed up and then I still got to pay you. And then you just go on about your day. Go on about your <laughs> like, day. Shit. You know what I'm All saying? Right. So I'm definitely mindful when it comes to experiences like that, man, because... It's not only the quality of the work. Like, my customers are used to being treated well. Like, my clients are, you know what I'm saying? It's an experience. Oh, boy, preach y'all. So, it's like, they yes. love to be taken care of. And I ensure, like, I'm going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get this work. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to make sure you feel good throughout the process. I'm going to make sure you, I'm, I'm keeping you abreast of mm -hmm. what we're doing. Rather be camera settings or what post-production mm -hmm. or how you actually need to use this footage moving forward to brand yourself. That's a like it, It's a package. So if I'm only sending out the camera and the and the camera guys kind of like, let's do Just this working. and let's yeah. get out. But it's more to it than that. Because some folks, they really all about the money, bro. They yes. don't care about how you feel when you leave. The impression they leave once they go on to just, I work, pay, deuces. But little do they know, when you provide somebody an experience, that stuff lasts for a long time. Yeah. And that's also how you get referrals. How you yes. get, hey, man, I work with AC. And he, man, he did X, Y, and Z for me. Da, da, da. You should work with him. Boom. That's more cash and more cash. But you'll be surprised. Some people don't give a damn, bro, about the experience they leave. Or let me say the impression that they leave yes. on a client or whomever is brought their way. But the fact that you're doing that, I guarantee that's a big reason why you are where you are today. Because you're doing some big things, bro. Now Thank I'm giving you your flowers now, dog. I've been waiting, <laughs> what, three years to do this interview to tell you all this stuff. But... You've been doing some dope stuff, bro. And, it, and I, I love that for you and the, and the success that you're having, dog. So if I had some flowers, but there you go, bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro. There you go. But Thank another you, question man. for you, man. So I know you said as far as doing some of those downtimes, it was um, stressful uh, going through like mental things. So I'm a big person for um, mental health, mm -hmm. right? So during those times, how did you overcome that mentally? mentally? Like what were some things you did, whether it's meditation or prayer, taking walks. So how do you get over those hurdles mentally when you're going through distress or those hard times in your life? Uh, for me personally, um, during that time, maybe more so the beginning, I didn't really understand how to take grasp of like my mm -hmm. mental health, you know, because I deal with a lot of anxiety. Like mm -hmm. everything just feels like pressure. And then when it builds up, I'm like, oh shit, mm -hmm. like this, you know, it just felt like the world on my shoulders. I think um, more so for me now, what I've learned is to just take a step back. I don't mm -hmm. feel like anything that I do, no matter who is for the company, big or small, none of this shit is important. Yeah. 
you not can't more convince me your that, health, for sure. you know, yeah. this camera is going to be some life or death situation. It's mm-hmm. not. So I had to, I've been taking a lot of steps back to just uh, enjoy my journey. I feel mm-hmm. like the opportunities, sometimes they come back to back and sometimes the magnitude of them just, is just huge. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, okay, let me just stop and smell my flowers. Like, yeah. let me just stop and like really realize that, okay, you're doing some amazing things mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't even get one of these opportunities. There is a fact, So when bro. they come in, I'm <laughs> like, all right, cool. Let me take a step back. And me taking a step back, I'm able to know myself more, appreciate myself more, appreciate my family, mm-hmm. spend time with my kids, um, like in-depth time, not just like we hang out and then I just go to work, yeah. like some real, <clears throat> some real time. So those moments for me, um, basically just allow me to just just step back and more so enjoy what I'm doing. That that relieves the stress in me, man. Mm-hmm. So by the time I get back to work, I'm like, okay, cool, let's work. Because, you know, I poured into myself. The mm-hmm. things that I actually enjoy, I'm doing it. So now that it's time to work, it's just time to work. It's not just work, 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 work yeah. all I, the time. Like, it, taking sure. a step back for me has allowed me to take such a grasp on my anxiety, man, mm-hmm. because it, it sometimes it gets bad. Oh, and, I was about to ask who you deal yeah. with, like bad sometimes, like man, real bad. What? Real bad. And it's not even something that I talk about, but I'll be transparent. Like, it's just bad. Like, my mm-hmm. chest, like all this type of stuff. And, you know, as men, it's not easy being vulnerable. Like, hey. It's not, dog. Hey, my boy, my anxiety. Bro, I can't pull up <laughs> on you. I know I said I was going to be up, bro, but my anxiety, niggas don't, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro, understood, That's man. not the most Especially again, thing it may do. sound cliche, but in the black community, but it's, it's for real. Like I tell all my homies, uh, don't be scared to go to therapy or counseling. Yeah. Cause I, I, when I got in the military, it was just the fact that I was uprooted from the east side of Decatur, mm-hmm. and then my whole life just switched. So when I came back, <clears throat> the job I was doing there, it was shooting rockets and missiles. That's not yeah. transferable back to the city. Right. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do <laughs> with that uh, on my resume? But it was just like, man. What I'm going to do. So I went through times of depression and anxiety, even to the point where they tried to give me pills. But it was just like, man, do I want to sit here and just succumb to popping pills every other day Mm -hmm. or versus doing the real work, trying to find ways to control the depression or get Mm -hmm. out of the anxiety. So doing that work, it helped me out. But also, I was seeing a counselor and therapist once a week, doing that for once a week, drop down and twice a week. But even now, I just got back into it, no lie. Three weeks ago, I was like, man, I I felt like I was in a good spot to where, okay, I don't need it no more. But it's like, I feel you will never be in such a great spot and not have that outlet of somebody with no judgment or to be able to express yourself to and just let loose to it. And it's a free room, but actually have somebody who really cares to respond. Because sometimes you don't know how to get through things until somebody asks you a specific question you need to be be heard. So you're like, now that does make sense. So let me think about it this way and that way. But being vulnerable and transparent as a man, there is not a lot of spaces for it. But yeah. as friends and homies, we should be able to create create those spaces for ourselves, dog, mm-hmm. to do that. But that to say, it's good as you work on your mental health and get rid of some of that stress and anxiety. And I still pray that, you know, you may still deal with it, but at least you're doing the work to uh, to get it done. But on the switch the gears on a positive note, like I said, you've been doing some great things, dog. So we gonna- What get, have you been seeing? Cause all, what, what are the great thing? All right, I think, it's, it's like the thing, like I told you, the opportunities come and it's like sometimes you're just going to work, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes the name sometimes seems a lot bigger than the opportunity. Not saying the opportunity isn't big, mm-hmm. but I'm always curious to know like what's the big thing for people because it's like a range of things. Like right now I'm I'm, I'm doing like travel things. I'm working mm-hmm. for a travel 
agency and I'm I'm like all across the world shooting like different content and stuff. And like that's that. what I was going to bring up. Right, it's right, like right. because I'm in so so deep into content mm. with me. Like the name, the name doesn't weigh as much as like what you're actually creating, what you're doing. Cause mm. I value the creation more than who you're creating the force. Yeah. When I see you traveling across seas and being able to shoot stuff or what you had on like Netflix and stuff like mm -hmm. that, things to me like that, that's big, bro. Yeah. Like no matter who it is, or if it's a one minute clip or a two minute clip, seeing where you came from and the quality of your work and even what, what was her name? Uh is Watson. Um she's a realtor. Uh, Kiana. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Kiana. Seeing, like, I ran into her way after you, but just seeing how meeting her in person mm -hmm. and finding out, damn, AC did work for her and what she got going on. To me, that stuff is big, bro. Yeah. Like you being, your name is being brought up in rooms and you're being placed into rooms to where you're providing the content and the value for these already millionaires to be able to become more of a millionaire or to become right. more successful. Like you're at the, you got the source of that. Slick, yeah, they can hire somebody else, but without you, they wouldn't have had those hard ass uh, promo videos right. or short content, whatever it may be. But that's what to me, but that's big, dog. Okay. You play a, a major role in other people's lives, whether they want to know, they may feel like I'm just hiring a photographer. Without this, without this dude here, y'all wouldn't have <laughs> that million dollar, uh, not million dollar, but million views on that video. And mm -hmm. to have you get more clientele because of what you show and what you created, somebody else seen it and got the value versus of. Oh, this is just a millionaire. They just trying to sell me or something. But without yeah. AC, it wouldn't, wouldn't happen, dog. That's real, man. I appreciate so, it. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. That's why I've been telling you all these years. Like, I got to get AC. I got to get him, dog. Yeah, no matter been, what is I've going on. I'm excited to be here, man. This is dope. Like, yeah, man. man. It's, 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 been a, it's been a fun time, dog. But what I want you to do real quick is, so just name and list some of the people or companies you have worked with thus far in your, in your career. Now we're on the back end of your career. So who have you worked with? And who was the who or what? What's the most enjoyable project you worked on? Oh man, um, mm, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do my best. Dropping too. Get him out there working. I'm not a name dropper, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I think last year alone, we did uh, we did Walmart, we did mm -hmm. Amazon, we did mm -hmm. Sony Music. Um, we partnered with Yelp Atlanta. Jeez, stuff. Oh, my um, bad. Keep going. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think, bro. It it's it's been a lot. It's it's been a lot. It's mm -hmm. I don't want to. That's big. Uh. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, I don't want to just like it's. I got like the logo page on my my website, mm -hmm. and it, it kind of cringy, but kind of cool at the same time because you do all the stuff. You look back like, damn, I work for them. So why is it cringy to you them. though? Because like you're behind it doing, and you feel like why does that? Make I you think feel it's like that, that introvert feeling. Yeah, like that. Like oh my god, like, because now it's bringing a spotlight on yeah, you. It's yeah, like wow, like you know what I'm saying. But then if I go <laughs> telling people like, oh, I, I work for this person, I work for this person, this company is like, wow, you're a big thing. It's like mm -hmm. no, honestly, I mean, you know you what I'm saying. Though. So it just it pulls in a lot of attention, but definitely work with some amazing companies, man. Some 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 stellar companies um and some stellar people just mm -hmm. like even speaking about Kiana just running into people who are also just on this journey mm -hmm. forward you know what i'm saying um it just it creates great opportunity and it creates a network i mm -hmm. feel like for my network i don't want to say i'm nothing without my network but i rely on it heavily mm -hmm. I, so, I see why cuz it's like you need a camera can't shoot itself yeah. unless you're doing personal content but with that camera it has to have his muse in front of it. So your network is that. Mm -hmm. Those are the bodies you put in front of it, man. But everybody, everything you name, bro, again, to me, that's major, bro. Yeah. Like, again, whether it was one minute, 10 minutes, whatever, that's a major, dog. But out of them, what was your favorite, though? 
My favorite was one that I didn't even name, um, and I just thought about it. So I worked <coughs> with a magazine called Grind Pretty. Shout out to Mimi J. Um, we've been doing this for like, it's hard to put a number on it, over five years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I've been That's able to, to be with her and travel with her throughout her journey without creating this like amazing organization targeted towards women mm-hmm. and um we do cover shoots quarterly every year mm-hmm. so um we did uh jada in jada waiter in january so you know i show up to work like any other situation mm-hmm. we kill it mm-hmm. jada's energy was amazing so uh mimi j the, the owner of grand pretty she's like yeah i didn't tell you but uh we're gonna put this video in Times square and we're gonna have a magazine <laughs> release in New York at the Lobos That's hard, headquarters. Right? That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> at the Lobos headquarters in New York. So I'm like, what? That's hard. Bro. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it came at such a great time. I was getting so much great news. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm like, Times Square? So it's like something you can't that's even hard. fathom. So I had to work that day. As soon as I got out of work, I'm, I'm in Hartsville. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to bro, I'm Square, going. I'm like, yo. <laughs> So I pull up to the magazine release. It was great. That's fire, bro. Lobos everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to LeBron. All right, appreciate you. the niggas some Lobos. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was just a surreal feeling. So be able to being able to walk to Times Square and look up and see my work in Times mm-hmm. Square was just mm-hmm. like, wow, like these are the flowers. Like these are the moments. It's just like. Would that be your biggest highlight moment for yourself? Just seeing that like my work is in Times Square or would it be something more just different from that? It's hard to name a highlight as the biggest. Mm-hmm. I think the journey for me is the biggest. Because I meet hey, so many people, that, bro. bro. I meet so many people dope. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, like, more talented than me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't get opportunity. Like, you That's can be dope fact. all day. You could be Michael Jordan, but if nobody don't find your ass, then... You what's, know what the, what's the point? Yeah, What's the point? Fact. So I meet a lot of LeBrons, and I meet a lot of Michael Jordans, and you know what I'm saying? They ask for advice, and I'm telling them, like, man, it's just the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't always been here. I haven't always had these opportunities. Mm-hmm. It took time. It literally took like 10 years. And that's crazy. It's like every time somebody speak about their journey <clears throat> and excuse me, how long it took. Yeah, they say it doesn't happen overnight, but that I think 10 years is a magic number. But a lot of people don't, a lot of people see only maybe the back end of the five year through fourth year to where it come out. So it seemed like it's just being short, but I hear that number 10 a lot. But I guess those first five is just the, when you're really in the trenches and nobody paying attention, but I, I'll highlight to see it. You don't get your either flowers or your hoorah crowd until it's your trending or something popping. And it sucks is that way, but I've accepted to where it's like, that's why I don't hold nobody accountable for. If you don't support me, I mean, sometimes it's like, you can show some love, but I know for a fact, it takes a crowd for even some of your closest people to hop on my, yeah, uh, such and such doing this and mm. let me support this and that, but it sucks is that way. Do you find some of that in your in your journey? As Most far definitely. As- That's why I say it's just part of you. Some things you just gotta accept that mm-hmm. is being part of the game. Yeah. And it's like the support and the things that you want is sometimes it just get greater later. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it comes, oh you're right there, bar. <laughs> you get greater later. I like yeah. that. That's bars. When, it, <laughs> when it comes, it's up to you how you want to accept it. You can yeah. be a person like, oh, no, nah, you ain't see the vision. I don't really fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't know the vision. They don't know the journey. Yes, bro. So it's yes. like you want someone who hasn't walked the journey to be this accepting when it just don't work like you mean, that. Just because of so, your friend or family. Yeah, So when people spin like the block on me, I'm like, hey, welcome. Mm-hmm. I've been over here. Yeah. 
I've been knew yeah. this. Was, you know what I'm saying? I've been knew this was going on. So yeah, it's like, yeah. by the time you get here, it's like, welcome. I don't want to be the person that's turning you away because you didn't support me because mm-hmm. I knew nobody understood me. Mm-hmm. There were moments I knew nobody got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like I jumped in this industry at a great time. I was able to do production. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When when we first graduated, I think after I interned, um, shout out to Ashley. She was a mass comm major either. I can't remember Ashley's last name. Um, and I really wish I could. But I seen her in Miami and I'm like, hey, yo, listen, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Well, you know what I'm saying? This that, and the third. She was like, well, I'm I'm uh producing Family Hustle. Just come PA on Family Hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I worked on that. Open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Opportunities, you just gotta be open to certain things. And I didn't have the highest role. Mm-hmm. Like I had to fight to move my way up. You know you what I'm saying? You was in that room, though. Man. I was in that, room. Was in that room. Sometimes it is just about being in the room. <laughs> I'm telling you. To re-inspire yourself. So I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Like I'm I'm re-inspired. Like, let's make this happen. And from that, I built off these opportunities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it wasn't always an opportunity while I was working at the top. Sometimes I was building from the bottom. Mm-hmm. But like I said, if I'm if I'm in the corner, I'm listening from the yeah. corner. I'm not here just to be here. I'm here yeah, yeah. to advance and I'm here to learn. That's hard, man. So with your own, the Hampton Media Group, do you plan to always still operate the camera or you want to move towards you just working on the business instead of in it? What's your vision for um, for that? I think for right now, where I am right now, um, I kind of just want to provide more opportunity mm-hmm. to other people because I like, like I said, I meet a lot of uh, dope people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I meet, maybe they're not dope. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just somebody with an opportunity. Like I was pulling up to a gig um, to shoot some headshots for a law firm. Mm-hmm. A dude pulled up on me and the old Impala, all the windows down. This hmm. old lady in the front seat, two kids in the back seat. He seen me, he seen us unloading all this gear. Yeah, so he yeah. like, bro, just what y'all need me to do? Like, just give me a, like, bro, I just, whatever you need me to do, bro, I'll do it, bro. Well, whoever you are, you a hustler, dog. Saying some shit like that, somebody you don't know. Bro, this man <clears throat> got his kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got children. That's, that was, it, it hit a mm-hmm. nerve. I'm like, yo, this man humbly, Pulled up on me like, yo, that's hard. I see you, black man. Like, I'm I need something. Like, yeah. what can you take my number wow. down? Please, I need an opportunity. So perspective is everything, bro. Like, you could think you in the, you know what I'm saying? You the lowest of low. Like, I ain't got it. It ain't coming in. The opportunity. Somebody got it 10 times worse. Somebody than you, got man. it 10 times worse. So, you know, that alone, I don't know if this sucks or not, but shit like that keeps me going. Like, sometimes you gotta stay grounded, you gotta mm-hmm. be humble. And somebody pull up on you like, bro, I, don't, I ain't got nothing. At least you got that mindset, yeah. man. Because uh, tell him it's all the things you've been saying uh, today. It's just very rare for somebody to think that way and to be so optimistic in the fact that they know this is life, man. Yeah. It's, it's like it's life is a game itself it until a certain point. You just got to be prepared. So you're gonna have highs, you're gonna have lows. Mm-hmm. Only way you get up a mountain and be climbing to be at the peak. You got to get to the next one. You got to come down. So when you coming down, you got to be humble enough to know. It's not gonna last forever. Yeah. You no, know, things things happen. But you're in a great headspace and I love what you're doing. But so tell everybody, um, what is your I'm not gonna go five, but in the future, where do you see yourself as far as your business, yourself personally? What is your your goals to hey, within the next two or three years, this is where I wanna be uh in my career? <clears throat> I'm gonna be completely honest and transparent. Um, it changes all the time. Mm. So like I, I just said, answer, I though. definitely <laughs> want to, you know, grow the business and yeah, hire yeah. more people, create more opportunity. But as more opportunity comes in, it's like, well, damn, like mm-hmm. what I can go this way or we can go this way. So it's it's so many different things to invest invest in and you definitely want to move with, you know, how the world is moving. Mm-hmm. Um definitely um 
something I want to get more into is like real estate, more mm-hmm. so like um, how we're in here today. Like I would love like a venue for creative. Mm-hmm. You saying venue. as far as like owning your own real estate or shooting stuff for real estate? No, 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 not necessarily shooting things for real estate, but owning. Okay, like got you, got you, got you. So <clears throat> even if it's just owning spaces where people can come in and create, mm-hmm. even if it's just owning spaces where people can come in and shoot events and then third party book my media services mm-hmm. like tie everything in it's so it's like lane, it, yeah 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 so you know we're thinking and we're pondering all the time of how we can make this grow while also um while also just living in our moment mm-hmm. like always tell That's people important. you everyone gets a run mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody gets a run. <laughs> you ain't lying. It ain't no, no one gets a forever run. So yep. when you have your run, you you just want to make sure that you capitalize in your mm-hmm. run. Make sure people hear you. Make sure people see you. Make sure, you know what I'm saying? You're having these conversations and you're going to these events and you're networking and you're growing Fast, and working bro. sideways because that's your moment to shine. Yes, sir. Because when it's you off, it's off. Go you know like that, I'm not saying that it can't <laughs> come back on, but it's when your moment, bro, you got to put it in their face. You got to mm-hmm. say, hey. Wake up and say, hey, this is my moment, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make and it happen. Own it. Yeah, own it. Yeah, man. You can be popping today. You be doing nothing tomorrow. Nothing. Like, it's important, like you say, once you own that run, you got to maximize your time, your availability, your mental, mm-hmm. your health, because we can't predict nothing in the future. God has his plans for everybody, and once he provides you and open up those doors, you're going to walk through it, let it close in your face, but once you own it, you own it. But one, another, I got a couple more questions for you real quick, but mm-hmm. one thing... If you can look young AC in the eye, <clears throat> what would you tell him now as far as giving him the motivation or just giving him the... What, what advice would you give young AC right now from what you know now uh, in this age? Man, that's a really good question. Um, I think... I think a younger AC was more so like... Um, it was always like I wasn't good at nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't tall. Like, were you not good at it, or you just felt you weren't good at nothing? Nah, I wasn't good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not saying I'm just, like, terrible, but I tried things. Like, I wasn't the tallest. I wasn't the fastest. You know what I'm saying? I had homies at that who and played ball and did all that stuff. So it was kind of like, I wasn't necessarily a sidekick, but it was just like, I was always uh, supporting my friends who you were good at things. You used to in your lane, man. I yeah, was in my lane. Your role. <laughs> yeah, I was hard. like comic relief. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So maybe there were a few moments where I'm like, what What am I good at? What am I going to mm-hmm. do? Like, you know, those moments where you transition and you go into college, it's like, damn, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would probably just tell younger me to definitely just enjoy where you are now, but um, maybe to just give advice that everyone, like you said, has a role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And roles changes. Ro- right. Roles change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the 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 friendships and the partnerships that I had back then, like I might've been comic relief then, but it's like now I'm I'm the person that people call. Like mm-hmm. I'm the person that people advise business-wise, mm-hmm. things like that. So things change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just telling myself, don't stress about it. Like everything right. just kind of comes with time. And I still tell myself this day, like everything kind of comes with time. Like I still have moments where I beat myself up. Like, bro, you ain't mm-hmm. doing enough. Like you just, you got to do more. Yeah, you got to do this. nowhere though. And <laughs> I'm, to this day, I'm hard on myself and I'm, I'm learning to kind of step back and be like, hey, listen, if it's for you, as cliche as it sounds, if it's for you. It's the truth, though, man. It's for you. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely, I always tell people I definitely want to meet God halfway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do the work, mm-hmm. but I need that blessing on the back end, I'll say too, the same you know thing. You may not know, people may not know this, but it's like, we are pray for this, pray for this, pray for that. But it's like, excuse me, sometimes I feel like God is in heaven sitting like this, like. 
I'm going to do it for you, but we still have our duty in this physical realm to hold yeah. up the other end of the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he'll bless you for sure, but you might just sit here and pray about something and expect for it to just fall in your lap while you're just sitting around doing what you want to do, acting up and this and that. But you really got to sit here and, like you say, do your part to receive the other end of that blessing, man. Yeah. But it's a blessing that we are here to be able to do what we're doing today. But so to close out, if you can, like, look at this is your camera right here. Just speak sure. to any up-and-coming uh, content creator, photographer, videographers. Get them a piece of advice on how to navigate through the stresses or whatever and just how to, you know, keep their head on swiveling and just be focused to get to where you are today and, again, a goal to even further than where you are. So what would you tell them to motivate them? Okay, cool. Um, you know, like I said before, just make sure you, you're capitalizing in your moment and make sure you're creating your moments. It's going to be a lot of a lot of times where people aren't going to book you for things, they aren't going to hire you for things, but that's when you crap, you tap into your creative bag and you create those opportunities. Like you network sideways, like uh, us graduating from Albany State, we created a great network. I can call my peers and be like, hey, um, I got this going on. Or I'm trying to work on this. And they're in opposite lanes and they're able to pull me in their lane and kind of shine a little bit of light on me. So there, there's been a lot of things that I've done just off the creative strength that, that leaped me into another direction. It hasn't always been someone paying me and giving me an opportunity to create these moments and to move forward. So sometimes you just got to do it for yourself. Sometimes you just got to know that you the shit. You got to know that you tight. You got to know that you the one. Ain't none of that. Like I'm comparing and this person over here is dope and they dope. Everybody dope. Everyone's dope. What we're doing isn't hard. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's more to it than actually picking up the camera. So I would just say, I would say, you know, stay in your bag creatively, stay in your bag mentally, make mm-hmm. sure your mental is straight because as bad as we want to chase this entrepreneurship journey, um, it gets difficult sometimes. It's not as structured as a corporate job or a nine to five. It's not. You wear all the hats, you know, you're the boss and you're the janitor. So just understand uh, what comes with what you want and... As cliche as it sounds, it's a marathon, you know? Nothing happens overnight. And you're going to see some amazing things happen for some other people. And you just got to learn to wait your turn, you know? When it's your turn, capitalize, you know? Capitalize when it's your turn. And all the things that you wanted to do when it wasn't your turn, do it. Show them how you'll do it. Put it in their face. You know, like I said before, but... If it's something that you really want, nothing will come in between it. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? We still have to live life outside of this journey. Uh, Live life outside of this journey, excuse me. So, you know, problems won't stop. Life won't stop. But if you really want this, you know, you'll definitely bring it home and you'll make it happen. So anybody who's, you know, on the fence or thinking about putting the camera down or just going through a moment where you're feeling like you can't do this or it's not working for you, I definitely encourage you to, you know, pick your camera back up, uh, reach out to some people, you know, definitely go through your phone and be like, you know, who who has a nice little run or who's popping right now? Who do I know that can kind of, I can just, hey, you need some headshots or you need like a promo video, you need some lifestyle footage, like test yourself, you know, and continue to stay creative, continue to learn, continue to make mistakes. Because if you don't make those mistakes, you'll never bounce back and you'll never learn from them. 
So definitely just stay the course and I promise you it'll all work out. It just takes time. Facts, man. Words from AC himself, man. So tell them where they can follow you at. Find your social media and your websites and stuff like that. Um, so my website is thehamptonmediagroup.com and uh, my Instagram handle is ac.hampton, not underscore Hampton. That's the drop shipping guy. We be going... <laughs> Because <laughs> he popping in the drop shipping. So they be DMing me like drop shipping. Like, like I'm ready. AC, I'm like, nah, nah, wrong. Wrong AC. AC.Hampton. <laughs> um, for anybody who's watching this, feel free to message me or DM me at any time. I'm always willing to, you know, respond to questions or just inquiries or anything like that. So, yeah, man. Bet, man. So y'all make sure y'all follow me at Sir Gates BC all across the board. And make sure you tune into the Inherited Podcast. You can follow that all across the board too at N-H-E-R-I-T-D. That's Inherited, N-H-E-R-I-T-D. And again, this was another episode of Inherited Podcast. Salute to y'all, man. Till next time, thanks for listening and watching. We out. We out.